Shomrabyog. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the tiny room. Welcome back to On Shomrabyog. Welcome back for an upbeat and exciting 2021 where nothing can possibly go wrong. Don't look at the news. (laughs) Don't look at the news. Don't look at it. It's 2021. Everything's new and fresh and original and exciting and good. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am the Michael of the name of the podcast, Michael Inventions Podcast. And I am joined by the man who finally kicked 2020 in the butt and threw it in the bin. It's Benjamin Colopy. Oh, I put up some fight, Michael. It put up some fight. But I stuck a vaccine in my arm and I tackled it head on. Have you had a vaccine, Ben? I haven't had a vaccine no, yet. No, I, I haven't. The... I, I wish I'd had a vaccine. <laughs> I'm not in a vulnerable group, Benjamin. I suppose you're in the vulnerable group of uh, little bitches. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why did I say that? That was so mean. That was. What a horrible that. way to start 2021. <laughs> I've no idea why I said that, Ben, to be honest. <laughs> it was a bit much. Um, <laughs> do you want to... Do you want to distract us from that for a moment? genuinely taken aback by that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Basically, I couldn't think of anything funny to say, Ben, so I was just, I defaulted to mean. So you did what all male podcasters do in that situation and defaulted to mean, where they're like, oh, we're just bros teasing yeah, each other. It's fine, it's fine. Benjamin, why don't you distract us from that horrible bit of misogyny there for me and uh, give us some theme music. <gasps> theme music for the podcast. A very good, very uh, comforting in these trying times. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. It's 2021. We took a couple of weeks off, but we're back. We, we needed a couple of weeks off, Michael. Yeah, we were going slowly mad, Ben. Although <laughs> apparently I haven't recovered as much as I thought I had. <laughs> and Benjamin, I tell you what, it wasn't a very eventful couple of weeks pop culture wise, which is probably why we take that time off. Yeah, because it's a bit empty. It tends to be a bit empty, Ben. But unlike other years, Ben... No, sorry, Ben. Exactly like every other year. <laughs> yeah. One large pop culture franchise decided to try and uh, try and grab a hold of the what what the American our American listeners Ben would call the holiday season. Yeah. What we would call Ben the Christmas. The the, the Christmas. The Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one pop culture juggernaut tried to grab a hold of the Christmas Ben, and it was um, Warner Brothers DC. Wonder Woman 1984, Benjamin, have you seen it? I've not seen it, Michael, because I did not respond to the corporate demand for my Christmas attention. Very good, Ben. Yes. You you stay strong. You stay yeah. strong and loyal to the the original spirit of Christmas. Sticking it to him, Michael. Sticking so it ben, to him. Yeah. I've seen Wonder Woman 1984, Benjamin. Of course you bloody have. You've been excited for that film ever since you saw the big golden leotard poster thingy. The big golden suit of chicken armour, Benjamin. <laughs> I, I really like the very big golden suit of chicken armour. Um, I tell you what, Ben. It's okay. <laughs> that was the most underwhelmed, like, eh. It, eh. It's okay. Um, I kind of enjoyed it when I watched it, Benjamin, but... It is, like the other Wonder Woman film, a little bit too long. Okay, it's a bit of a stretch. It is a bit of a stretch at more than two and a half hours, I think. That's a lot. It is. It is a lot, Ben. That's, That's a like lot. That's like four episodes of a TV show. Yeah. A 40-minute a TV show. A middling um, TV show, based yeah. on your review. Yeah, and it's okay. It's very much, in a lot of ways, a throwback to what people used to say was bad about comic book films. Oh, it's a little... Ha- it's kind of nonsense. The return of Schumacher. A little bit. Okay. There's a good there's a good hint of Schumacher about it, Ben. So in it anyway, Benjamin, there's a MacGuffin. Oh, I love a good MacGuffin. And the MacGuffin, Ben, is called the Dreamston. The, now, the Dreamston, the film, as in the Charleston, or the Dreamstone? Well, in the film, they repeatedly mispronounce it as Dreamstone, but I thought it was pretty clear that it was supposed to be the Dreamston. Yeah, the famous and, dance made popular by Cab Calloway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and mm-hmm. Gal Gadot, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Dreamston Ben. It it's the it was created by the God of Lies Ben, the God of Lies. And there oh. you are, you're thinking, is Loki going to be in this? What a crossover! I tell you now, Ben, he <laughs> isn't. He isn't in it. Although that would be absolutely shocking, wouldn't it? Um, so the the Dreamston Ben, it can if someone touches the Dreamston, yeah, they they can make one wish. Okay. 
But what they don't know, Ben, because the Dreamstone was created by the God of Lies, is when you make that one wish, it also takes away the thing you value most. Oh, what a dick. Yeah, so you might touch the Dreamstone, Ben, and you might say, I wish for Michael and Benjamin's podcast to be the number one podcast in the world. That'd be good, but I'd lose you. You'd lose, you might lose me. You might lose your ability to understand poems. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might love, you might lose uh, the sad look in your eyes you get when you're, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that it. either. Gotta, Jesus Christ, you're mean in 2021. I, I haven't spoken to you in two weeks, Ben. I have to get it all out of my system. <laughs> I don't like this soft reboot, Michael. It's mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Benjamin. Yeah. Um, Obviously, and everyone knows this already, so this is only the mildest of spoilers. Gal Gadot, the very attractive Gal Gadot, Ben. Yes. The the improbably attractive Gal Gadot. Heckin' attractive, yeah. Improbable. She, um... She wishes for Steve Trevor to come back. Remember the guy she hasn't seen him she hasn't seen him in seventy years? Shock. She knew him for about four days. Yeah. 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 She wishes for him yeah, she wishes for him to come back. Now I would say she has some sort of post traumatic stress disorder and she should probably get some therapy Lots. about this yeah, this guy who she knew for four or five days and then died seventy years ago. Yeah. But anyway, she wishes for him to come back, Ben. But if you remember, Ben, one of the defining things about her character in all of her um, appearances up to now was that Steve Trevor had disappeared in the 20s or the 10s and had never come back. Yes. So he can't come back, can he, Ben? Because that would destroy the timeline of the DC movie universe. It'd wreck everything, Michael, because there's a whole thing in Zack Schneider's Justice League where she's holding a picture and remembering him fondly because it's the last thing she has of him and she, you know, didn't get a second run in. Exactly, Ben. So they can't do that, can they? They can't just bring him back. So what they do, Ben, is they have him possess the body of a man who lives in Washington. And Stephen Trevor, Mr. Stephen Trevor, possesses that guy and takes over his life and his apartment and his body and his clothes. And what happens to that guy, Ben? I don't know. Does what? He- does his personality get erased? Does he get does he get sent to heaven or hell? What happens to him? I've what? no idea, Ben. I've no idea. He takes over his body. And the the actor who plays him, Ben, it's basically you. Imagine like a thirty eight year old you. So Before gu- Steve Trevor or after Steve Trevor? No, the the guy who Steve Trevor ah. the guy whose life Steve Trevor takes over. Okay. I He's thought you were a... saying that I was like bloody Chris Pine. I was like, Thank you very much, Michael. If you're trying no, to well, make the, up for the, the earlier mean comments, you're doing the right thing. The other fellow's are not also a handsome gentleman, Ben. Ah, He's just a, a normal handsome gentleman about town. Right. And he has a he has a scarf on. He oh, has yeah? a he has a, a extensive wardrobe of funny clothes. I wear funny but clothes sometimes. You do sometimes. Mm. And um luckily, Ben, for everyone. Gal Gadot sti- sees Steve Pine. Steve Trevor. Steve Pine. Steve Pine. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Pines. Gal Gadot sti- sees Steve Trevor. And everyone else sees the, the, the man we will call Ben. But, I mean, <laughs> we never find out his name. Mental. We never find out his name. We never find out what happens to him. And it's fucking mad. And we're supposed to just roll along with this and go, yep, yeah, that's absolutely fine. And then, Ben, I'm going to do a little spoiler here. They do a fucking sex to do but, a sex on that man's body. But Michael, Michael, yes. that's not consensual. That's very bad, Ben. Where's very that man gone? <laughs> Where's he gone? Where is he? <laughs> is he trapped inside screaming, going, ah, let me out? Maybe he doesn't want to have sex with Gal Gadot. Improbably attractive Gal Gadot. Like, I mean, no, I probably. Say, probably. Probably. But Well, I don't know. Was he married, Ben? Did he have a girlfriend? <laughs> Was he gay? Like, who knows? <laughs> Who knows what happened to that poor man? So basically, Wonder Woman 1984, Wonder Woman has a psychotic break. And yeah, yeah. starts talking to this guy who's like, I am i don't know who this Steve uh-uh. is. Oh, Steve, no, he's so like, funny. <laughs> no, I mean, the improbably attractive Gal Gadot goes up to him and says, Steve? And he goes, yep, yep, <laughs> that's me. I'm, I'm whoever you need me to be. World War One pilot? Yeah, sure, flying. I'll just fly this 1970s fighter jet. That's the same, isn't it? You there, dumbass. Yeah. So, I mean... It's fine. It's good. Gal Gadot is okay. She's improbably attractive, and that's you know that's yeah. why she was cast as uh, as Wonder Woman. True. Uh, Steve Pine does a funny Steve Pine. I can't get that right. <laughs> Chris Pine. Chris yeah. Pine does a, a decently humorous man out of time. Um, Kristen Wiig is diverting as a lady who t- slowly turns evil. Is, is she good? 
she starts good and then she becomes evil. One of the things, Michael, that I found most interesting about the Wonder Woman campaign is towards towards the release of the film, they started pushing this narrative that Kirsten Wig and Gal Gadot had become the best of friends. That became a well, huge part of their it. advertising. And hmm. I was like, hmm, so interesting. So I'd, say probably, I'd say they probably did, Ben. They both oh, seemed like very affable people. I'm not doubting the, the, the kinship, Michael. I just found it interesting that they made it into such a... Glowing point of marketing. Ah, Ben, they're always doing that. They're like, look how much friends Jeremy Renner and Scarlett Johansson are. Look at them. Why would you be friends with Jeremy Renner? No, well... Why would you? I think you get a cheaper rate on his app. (laughs) (laughs) The app. I bloody nailed him. I got him, Ben. We took Jeremy Renner down another notch. Oh, he's feeling a sting somewhere. Somewhere his ears are going, oh, it's a bit hot. Yeah. Oh, who's talking about me? I'll just check on my app. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, it's fine. It's no, it's not fine. It's um, yeah, it's a bad comic book movie. It's a comic book movie in the vein of Green Lantern, or oh, you know, you know, it's just it's not it's not a great comic book movie. DC never learns. It never <laughs> learns. Mm, mm. Well, maybe the Snyder Cut will fix everything, Ben. I mean, it's it's bound to, Michael. It's we've hit, we've hung all our hopes and dreams on it, Michael. So it yeah. must. Yeah, it now, must. It's not as bad as Green Lantern. It's fine. It's a okay. fine film, but it's um yeah, it's it has a lot of the bad things that comic book movies used to have. Mm. 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 It's like a it's like a 2003 movie. I don't know if I want to see that come back in 2021, Michael. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad about it. Pa- Pedro Pascal, your favorite actor Pedro Pascal is in it. I do love a Pedro. And he plays like a kind of con man half kind of Donald Trumpish um confidence trickster who for some reason is called Maxwell Lord. Is he the god of lies, Michael? No, what happens, Ben, and we're gonna go into spoilers now, is he gets his hand on the bloody stone. Right. And he makes a wish, Ben, and he says, I want to be the stone so that I can oh. touch people, grant their wish, and then I get to take what they value most. Oh that's good. Yeah, it's pretty That's clever. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so he, you go up to him and he shakes your hand and he says, what do you wish for? And you go, I wish that Mick hadn't called me a little bitch that time. And then that <laughs> happens and he goes, that's fine, but I'm going to take your characteristic floppy hair away from you. I like my and floppy then, hair. Oh. Yeah, then you'd be bald like me. That is the thing I, I value the most. Look at my hairline, yeah. Michael. Magnificent. Just, Magnificent, Ben. Just, I'm out of nearly there. 30. Yeah. It's just, I'm so proud of it. If they yeah, took so my yeah. floppy hair away, Michael, there's no telling what I'd do. No, what would you do, Ben? Well, you'd probably go mad, and then Wonder Woman would have to save you. Yeah, and then I'd, I'd get to shake Padre Pascal's hand, though, so I'd be okay yeah, with yeah. that. He seems like a good, seems like a good, uh, seems like a good actor. He does. He seems like a good bloke as well. He just seems like a nice guy. Maybe he's not, though. Do you think Maybe he'd be on the podcast with us? Yeah, well, ask him. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll shoot him a text. Yeah, you can, but ask Ben. Yeah, sure. Maybe he has an app we could contact him through. <laughs> Maybe. That's going to be my 2021 resolution, Michael. Anytime we, we haphazardly suggest having someone on the podcast, I'm literally going to go and slide into their DMs and say, yeah, yeah, come yeah. Here you to go, you go DM Patro Pascal. <laughs> ask him. And Ben, here's the thing. We won't be promoting any of his shows. He'll just be a guest on a topic and he'll have to bring his own research. <laughs> yeah, he'll have to do you what know. we do every week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't an interview podcast, Ben. We're not going to bring him on here and ask him questions about how did you know when you wanted to be the Mandalorian. Screw that. We're going to go, Pedro Pascal, you tell us your favourite episode of a show that was set inside the show's own set. Boom. Yeah. It's probably going to be Supernatural, isn't it? I mean, they're the ones that did yeah, it. It's always Supernatural. Yeah. It's always Supernatural. Mm, mm. I, wonder what he has, I wonder what his thoughts are on daytime US television being all in the mind of a young autistic boy with a snow globe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? We could <clears> yeah, that'd be interesting. That. That'd be interesting. He'd probably have some strong thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benjamin, that's it. I've not, I've nothing more to say about Wonder Woman 1984. It's, uh, it's, it's fine. It's, it's not great. It's grand. It'll do. It's grand. It'll do. It did. (laughs) Michael, I, um, I I was sitting with my family, Michael, and and they went and watched a film. And then the next day, they all came in to me and they said, oh, Ben, you have to watch it. It's the best thing ever. And I went and I watched it, Michael, and I watched Soul on Disney Plus. And it's, it's a bloody good film, Michael. I've heard of it, Ben. It's um, from Pixar. So, so Michael, the most interesting thing about this is, I suppose, the cojones of it, Michael. The the large brass balls on this this movie. Because what it is, Michael, is it's an L Pixar film. Yeah. And, and Pixar, traditionally, Michael, you've got 
big fluffy monsters in closets. You've yep. got bloody toys coming to life in mischievous ways behind the backs of children. You've yep. got talking cars. Yeah. And you'd be forgiven, Michael, for thinking that yep. what happens when we die might not be in the remit of such light and playful banter. Um, but Didn't a bloody Coco? Yeah, but Coco was a big... No, that was Disney uh, Studios. That was Disney was Animation it? Studios. Okay. Oh, maybe it was All Pixar. Right. Hang on. Oh, I'm going to have to check this now. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They, they did make that, Michael, but it's still very playful and gentle. This is much more. Oh. Much more meta. Oh. Um, this delves into people wasting their lives while they're alive. Um, so the central conceit of it is that we have our, our musician, The Soul, in this particular case. Oh, very good. And he gets his big break. And he has always wanted to be in a famous kind of Harlem jazz band. But he teaches school uh, to fill the time, Michael. Oh. Whiles away the hours yeah, to no. make a paycheck we teaching that, young band. We know what that's like, Ben. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Michael. I don't know what you mean. Um, filling the time with something while you want to do something else with a passion <laughs> um, don't know what you mean um, so anyway <laughs> um, unfortunately Michael he, he books the gig of his dreams and then he kicks the bucket oh no um, and basically it's him striving to get back to earth to fulfill this kind of lifelong dream of of playing in a famous jazz quartet in Harlem Um and Michael, good God. Yes. Good God. Yes. Does it delve into some really kind of dark food for thought? No. Um, so at one point he visits the museum of him. So everybody gets their own museum where you look at their life. Oh, like Captain and America. He, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. That's actually perfect analogy, Michael. Oh, it's it's like everyone gets their own Captain America museum. Okay, cool. With themselves. Oh, Ben, I wouldn't like to go there. That would be dark no, and terrifying. No. So that's the thing. He walks around it. And at one point, he simply stops and talks to his companion and says, I wasted my life. Oh, no. And this is after spending time looking at himself sitting in front of the television or, you know, sitting passing time by the window or oh, daydreaming a- when he should have been. Oh, it's dark, Michael. It's dark. Um, and the whole film is basically this concept of doing what you enjoy in life as opposed to trying to find your deep-seated purpose in life. It's it's fascinating. But the thing, the strongest thing about it, Michael, is it's not a kid's film at all. No. Um, at no point in this film could I honestly say that a child would go... Oh, I get this. Oh, yeah. Give, it, like, give me that action figure. It's it's weird. It's really meta and really, really pulls apart some like philosophical concepts. And it doesn't pull the punches. Like there's a weird conversation between him and the lead singer of the jazz quartet at one point. How? And she, 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 she ah, we'll get into that, Michael. You have to go watch the film okay, to figure I'll that go out. Go watch the film. Is she also dead then? Uh, no, she's not. No. Are the jazz quartet um, ghosts? Is it about ghost musicians? No, it's not about ghosts, Michael. Just go watch the film. All right. Um, but what happens is she has the conversation about um, the fish in the water. So a, a young fish swims up to an old fish and says, hey, man, I'm looking for the ocean. Can you point me in the direction of it? And the old fish says, um, oh, you're in it. This is the ocean. And he goes, no, man, this is just water. I'm looking for the ocean. Oh. The ocean is cool. The ocean is great. The ocean is amazing. Um, I'm looking for that. And the old fish kind of just shakes his head and he goes, eh, you're looking for something that isn't there. Yeah. And swims off. And she tells this parable to the jazz singer, or to the jazz performer. And you're just like, what? Like, there's no way a child watches that and goes, ah, I get it. That's oh, deep. Yeah. Big like, fish, it's just fish, a weird fish. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a weird scene. Um, and it's really cinematic as well. It's like a love letter to New York City. It's really interesting as a film. Um, I really enjoyed it. Well, it was presumably then made to be shown in the cinemas. Uh, I mean, one would assume. One would, one assume. would assume, one Michael. Would assume. I think everything in 2020 was made to be shown in the cinema. Yes, Ben. Except, Ben, uh, Marvel's what? new upcoming TV shows. For example, WandaVision. WandaVision. Benjamin, I'll uh, tell you what. We're getting a new bloody trailer of WandaVision every day at this stage. Bloody Wanda Double Vision, Michael. Oh, that's not the joke you planned before. But all right, look, it, was, it wasn't quite as good on the delivery, I don't think. Ah. Uh, you... Sorry, didn't lay down. <laughs> Benjamin, it's out yeah. this Friday. I'm so excited. 
I'm very excited, Michael, for the for the bloody first episode of WandaVision. We're getting two episodes, Ben. Two episodes on the first day. Oh, and a tasty two-episode drop. And then one per week for the following six weeks, I believe. Tasty. Yeah, Ben, tasty. I'm excited. I hope that this is going to deliver on that promise. I think it probably will through sheer bloody star quality. Budget, Budget, Budget and, and star, power. star power. Like, mm. there's, there's no B-listers in that cast, Michael. <laughs> no, there's Paul, Paul Bethany. Paul Bethany, um, bloody Olsen, what's her name? One of them, yeah. Elizabeth <laughs> One of the Olsen. Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen. Then there's Ka- uh, Catherine DeHaan, who I love, yeah. the, the comedic actress. Um, and it, it just looks like it's going to be a really interesting Legion-style mind bender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ben, the funny thing was, that was only the second most exciting trailer of the week. Go on. The the most exciting trailer of the week, Ben, was the new series from your favourite and mine, Jared Padlecki, oh, who's starring in the remake of Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Did you not see this when we were watching all the Supernatural episodes? No, he's going to be in Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, I'm Jar- so excited. J- Jared pa- Padlecki is Walker, Texas Ranger. I guarantee Brilliant. that they went to Jensen Ackles with it first. And he was like, no, no. No, I don't think so. Oh, they I don't think so. I think Jared Padalecki looks a lot more like Chuck Norris. He's tall, he's skinny, he's rangy. He's rangy. <laughs> you know, he's rangy. He's got he's got reach. Uh, no, he doesn't. Jared Padalecki is the wooden board of the supernatural set. No, I mean physically. Physically, <laughs> he's got reach. And then you could change a light bulb with little to no stress. Yeah, you could do a kick. <laughs> Are you going to be tuning in to the CW's Walker, Texas Ranger? Yes, man, I very much am. They've they've kind um, of written themselves into a hole, Michael, because his wife dies. Yeah, he's a single dad. He's a single dad. He can't go off riding every Tom, Dick, and Harry that comes across his path. Now he can't. He can't be. He can't be caught up in too many sexy CW plots. Why not? Because of the betrayal of his wife, Michael. Oh, that'll only take a season to get over, Ben. Good Western values. That um, was remember the whole point of Sam Winchester was that his girlfriend died. Oh yeah. They fringed her pretty damn quick. The um, very first episode. Um yeah, I, I think I'm looking forward to meeting uh Walker's uh longtime friend who has a crush on him, but it's never the right time to tell him. Um yeah, yeah. and she suffers That'd in silence when he does something terrible. And she's just yeah. like, Oh that man. Oh, oh that man Texas. Oh Texas. <laughs> Oh, for the love of Texas. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, I, for one, Michael, won't be watching it, but I look forward well, to your look, weekly ben, updates. Don't worry, I'll give you weekly updates on Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger. <laughs> Michael, so we know the great things that are coming in 2021, but it's the time of year, Michael, or yeah. not actually the time of year because we're late this year doing it, but it's the time of the new year where we look back at the old year. Oh no, get out, get rid of it. I thought you kicked it in the arse and put it in the bin. I did, but I took it out for our patented Mickeys. Um, Yay! Yeah, so every year, ladies and gentlemen, we have a little ceremony um, where we get our Mickeys out um, and we give them to the best <laughs> shows of any given year. Um, yeah, or, mil- or films. Or films. And uh, or, so we'll be taking a look at sometimes. it, ladies and gentlemen. So what we'll be doing is we'll be taking a look at the dumpster fire of a year that was 2020. Um, and all the little things that kind of got us through them in terms of entertainment and stuff like that. Shall I go through They're the categories, good. Michael? Well, no. Why don't we just take the first category and, and start there? Bloody do it. Yeah, let's not repeat ourselves too much because we do have to consider that some people might be listening to this. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm the weirdos. So sorry. Gen- What's wrong with them? I genuinely thought uh, no one would listen. <laughs> Very good. Uh, all right, Michael. Well, go on there. What's the first category? I don't know. You've got the list. It's best film, Michael. Oh, best film. The best film of 2020, Ben. Are we doing candidates or are we just going to have a little chat about it first? Do you want to have a little candidacy? Right. Well, okay. No, because if I give you a little oh. candidacy, then um, then you're just going to know what I what I picked. I'll read out some, Ben. I'll read out all some right. films that we saw in 2020. Okay. And I'll, I'll just preempt your reaction of, yes, this did come out in 2020. Okay. Uh, all right, let's go. The Gentleman, Ben. Uh-huh. Be good. Uh, bad Boys for Life. <laughs> I didn't see that one, but you did. Yeah. You didn't see Bad Boys for Life? <laughs> no. Um, Harley Quinn and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, Underwater. 
<laughs> oh, I did watch that after you recommended it, actually. So, yeah. The Old Guard. Oh, God, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was about uh, Charlie's Theron and she can't die or can she? Or or bloody well can she? Apparently she can. Or can she then? <laughs> sometimes she can, sometimes she can't. Don't No spoilers. Oh, no, spoilers. It was nearly a year ago. I think that's it. I think that's all the films that came. <laughs> that's all we saw? That's all <laughs> we saw, Michael. That's all we saw. Uh, Gal Gadot. What's Gal Gadot doing? <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Wow. Color Out of Space, Ben. Ni- Nicholas Cage. Oh, that was horrific. <laughs> um, what else? What else came out? This is just a man reading from Wikipedia. Yeah, article. it's this is no good. really top work. Uh, the platform came out, Michael. That bizarre prison horror film thing that one of I watched. I don't know if you did. We talked about it at the Tenet. very beginning of the year. Ten uh, A came out. Yeah, very good. Um, the world's favorite children's film, Doctor Doolittle, came out this year. Oh, I didn't see it then. I have actually seen it since we uh since we watched it. Um and I mean that's kind of it, Michael. In terms of like big films, we kind of missed them. They kept moving them, Michael. It should have been a glorious yeah. year for us podcast wise. Next year, Ben. Um yeah. but they've all been a moved. They've yeah, all we've been got no moved. Eternals, no Black Widow. We've got no Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. It it's been we've a year of moved did. films, Michael. Just all the films removed. So, Benjamin, why don't you tell us what your pick for film of the year was? Uh, Michael, I, I'm in an attempt to avoid recency bias, I would say that Soul is a very good bloody film. Um, right. But to avoid that, Michael, I'm going to talk about a film that I just enjoyed. I just sat in it, and it passed, and it was great, and it was well-written, well-acted, and it's one that we saw together, Michael. It's The Gentleman. I think my pick of 2020 and it could be based on pure nostalgia for the fact that I got to see it in a cinema when coronavirus wasn't threatening my life at every possible moment. <laughs> yes. But I'm going to pick Guy Ritchie's Matthew McConaughey led The Gentleman as my had, film um, of the year. It had her- Charlie Hunnam in it with fabulous hair. It had Charlie Hunnam with fab hair and a great keen fashion sense. It had a very yeah. camp, bordering on offensive um, Hugh Grant um, and it was it was just a fun film, Michael. It was well written. Colin Farrell played bloody Conor McGregor. It was great. He, he did. Yeah, it he was did. a great film. That. There was a fantastic moment where we understand how much PTSD a man having sex with a pig on film can give to another human being. Yeah, a it, lot. It sticks with you, as Colin Farrell said. Um, yeah. yeah, and it does. It does. Um, I really enjoyed that film. I rewatched it recently. Um, with my father it's just a very enjoyable film Michael it's on Amazon Prime so you can watch it whenever you want I can um, watch it whenever I want Ben I've got Amazon Prime you do yeah um, and it's just very enjoyable Michael it's a very good film very it's- good Ben this is an easy one really this year isn't it because there's so few yeah we've, we're limited yeah yeah my honourable mention Ben has to be Underwater because I actually really liked Underwater you know I like a high concept thing you do, and that and, was bloody high concept, Michael. And that was a horror film under the water, and it was uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, and I think this is obvious to anyone who listens to the podcast, my favourite film of the year was, in fact, the film that was supposed to save cinema, but then didn't, and flopped instead. Tenet. Uh, poor old Tenet. Poor old Tenet. I thought Tenet was an excellent film, Ben. And you know what, Ben? Mm. No great Christopher Nolan fan am I. You're not. I'm not, Ben. I, I mean, I, I'm not... One of the people who subscribed to the the Dark Knight was the greatest superhero film of all time theory. Well, it's it's not the greatest no, superhero it's, film. It's, it's the greatest no, mental health issues film of all time. No. Oh, it no, is. Oh, it's very Eternal good. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Ben. Oh, that's and, very good, actually. And that one where um, with 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 Russell Crowe in it. Yeah, a beautiful mind. A beautiful mind. Oh, that's a good film. Isn't There's it? that one too. Yeah, as well. Shame that didn't and come out in 2020. Would have watched that. Memento. Memento as well. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's a amnesia. Mental. Get you. But that's also Christopher Nolan. But Ben, yes, no great Christopher Nolan fan am I, Ben. As you know, I I was a bit lukewarm on Inception. Yeah, it didn't I, uh, didn't didn't sizzle your sausage. No, it didn't. And I liked. Yeah, no, love is love will keep us alive, Michael. Yeah, it's in love, that song. Love will tear us apart. No, it's tear us apart, Ben. Um, I think there's. Oh no, it's the Eagles song. Love will keep us alive. No, never heard of it, Ben. I don't uh, think that's a real song. Tequila Sunrise. It's no. so, but, Tequila so, yeah. Sunrise. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> We've had a request from a listener. Hold on. Uh, it's a text. Go on. It's just come in. It's come in live. 
it's Ben, would you please stop the fuck singing, please? <laughs> from one of the one of the listeners, one of the live listeners. We're live uh, now. Mick from Saskatoon. Yeah. <laughs> Saskatchewan? <laughs> Mike from Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Tenet. My favourite film of the year was Tenet. Well, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, and, you know, not a lot of competition there, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, Michael, Michael, let's move on from there, bud. Yeah, it's all right. Best bloody series. Ah, Best bloody series. A lot more competition here, Ben. Oh, yeah, the streaming. The streaming saved us all, Michael. <laughs> it's It's been a year for just sitting on your ass, especially lockdown three. I don't know about you, Michael, but this, this lockdown in Ireland, oh... Oh, all those all those plans for self-improvement and productivity. Oh, out the window. It's just, no thank you. I'm going to just sit. Well, Benjamin, I've been very busy this week, as you can probably imagine. I can. Because um, when when I went home from work, Ben, before Christmas, I wasn't planning on being working from home after Christmas. So and it just followed you home, and now it, it just lives in your home, house. Ben. Yeah, now everything lives in my house, and it's it's brilliant. The tiny room is now half <laughs> podcast studio, half work room. It's gross. I was so nervous texting you this morning about the time for the podcast because I didn't know if you'd be mentally able. I might just text you and say <laughs> "fuck off" <laughs> to just add something else to the list. But then, despite that. My yeah. favourite, and this doesn't qualify, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh-huh. I have watched during the course of 2020 um, all seven seasons and four of Buffy and four and a half seasons of Angel. And I'm wow. probably going to finish Angel next week. So in the last year, I've watched the entire Buffyverse. Is that a good thing? Yes, Ben, it's great. And someday we'll do an episode on the Buffyverse and why you're you're a big dummy for not liking it. Fair. Yeah, 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 we'll do it. We'll I'm a big it. dummy for lots of reasons, so we should probably yeah, yeah. put that into a few episodes. With the, yeah, but we'll do That's a, at least we'll do a, a three episoder. We'll do a retrospect upon the Buffyverse, like we did with uh, Supernatural. Yeah, big ground. So yeah, ground. that was that was one of my personal highlights, Ben. But why don't you just run us through the actual things that are in contention for best TV show this year? Um, so uh, it kind of depends. There's a lot of uh, a lot of sequel seasons in right. 2020, Michael. So I suppose the one that we probably enjoyed the most, Michael. Yeah. Um out a lot was was The Boys season 2. Yes, it was very good, um, wasn't it, Ben? That came out, Michael, and that was very good. Yes, it had Nazis in it. It had Nazis in it and more importantly, it had Nazis failing in it, Michael, which mm. we always enjoy here at the podcast. Yeah. Um we had a bloody we had a Lovecraft Country, Michael, which neither of us finished, I don't think. No, I only got 4 episodes in and I'm hearing from a lot of people the same thing. Yeah, it, it just didn't have the grip. Yeah, just it didn't just have didn't the grip. Quite grip you, did it? It was so spectacularly produced, but I think the disjointed feeling of it was what stopped people from following it along. And yeah, if you remember when we talked about it, that was something that surprised me, having not read the book. Mm, mm. That the whole plot up in up in Massachusetts with the the blonde people and the evil house. Yeah, that that whole thing was uh, resolved in two issues, and then the next episodes, and then the next episode was almost entirely unrelated. Yeah, which kind of sucked. And I was like, Ben, what the heck is going on here? Is this a time jump? Is this a time jump in episode three? It's too faithful an adaptation, is what it is, Michael, because the original book is an anthology kind of gig. Yeah, it was it was odd as an it was an anthology series with a kind of a a running plot through it, but also yeah. you're thinking. Why are all these things happening to these people? And maybe if I'd stuck with it, we would have found out. But you didn't. But I didn't. But I probably will. Uh, we'll get around to it eventually, Michael. Yeah, it's 2021. We've got another three lockdowns in us, I'd say, as a nation. So you'll have time. Yeah, once WandaVision ends, then I'll probably watch it. Yeah, so I'll see you in lockdown six and you can tell me how Lovecraft Country ended. Yeah, so Ben, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was excellent. And the yeah. cast were improbably attractive. I but know, ju- uh but just the uh, just the nature, the way it was, the ontology nature of it made me drop off. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a yeah, shame. Yeah. Is it so though? Maybe potential. the next episodes are awful, or maybe they're great. We'll never know. We'll, we'll never know. No we'll one's ever know. gotten past episode four. Yeah. Um, yeah the other one. The, remember uh, when that lady was in the skin of the white woman, and yeah, then uh, that was all weird. the skin came off. That was gross. Yeah, it was real gross, real nasty. Yeah, horrible. Get out of here. Real nasty stuff, Michael. Um, we also had bloody Umbrella Academy season two, Michael. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um starring one um Elliot, Elliot Smith. Elliot Page. No, Elliot Page, if you're <laughs> into real names and proper yeah. names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Pine. Starring one Elliot Page, one bloody what's his name? The Irish fella. Robert <laughs> Sheehan. Robert, Robert Sheehan. One Robert Sheehan. Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, that came out well, and that was bloody good as well. Yeah. Um an expanded weird kind of Jared Way universe, timey wimey mm. stuff. Lots you know, timey wimey stuff going on. Lots of uh, where is Kennedy? Yeah, timey wimey seemed to become a thing mm. in in twenty twenty. Anyway, we will get into that as we go along. Um, we got what we do in the shadows season two, Michael, which was a late burner for you. I know I put you onto it. Um, you did. So that came very good. In, that came out in twenty twenty as well. Probably Bam! my find find of the year um, was uh, what we do in the shadows. So that would be my pick for for little you know little find of the year category mm. later on down the line there yeah, um, we got bloody Mandalorian season 2 Michael Mandalorian season 2 Ben mm, nom, 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 mm, delicious look at which all of was those bloody fucking good it was very um, good Ben but as you know I'm not giving it show of the year because I don't care for here's this other character from Star Wars because you're here's, a cook here's another Star Wars <laughs> what because you're a cook oh, um, interesting interesting counterpoint there yeah, well, that seems to be the tone you set with little bitches. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, so here we I, th- are. I thought the Mandalorian season two was great, Ben. It was excellent. It was, but it became. It, what worries me about it is I do not want to watch the Mandalorian teaming up with a different car- Star Wars character yeah. every week. I, uh, I mean, even the we're doing spoilers, aren't we? Oh, I think we are, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we're we're deep into spoiler territory here. Even the Luke Skywalker reveal. I did not find the Luke Skywalker reveal that exciting. I would have preferred if it had been your original pick, Sebastian Stan. I, I would have preferred that... if, yeah, that would have been great. But also, I would have preferred if it was Jean-Luc Picard. That would have been good. Yeah, that would have been very I mean, confusing. Again, quite a revelation. Quite yes. a crossover. Quite yes. ambitious. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, as things go, yeah. but uh, yeah, I I understand your frustration with it, but personally, um, I would say it's probably the 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 most enjoyable Star Wars thing I've ever watched. I'm um, not inclined to disagree with you on that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I quite enjoyed getting involved in that world. I I see. I, as you know, Michael, I'm a bit of a whore for the lore. Um, yeah, you, you love the lore, in, Ben. I enjoyed collecting the background universe of a thing without being that invested in the thing itself. Although some would argue that being invested in the lore is being invested in the thing itself. But anyway, I'm not here to debate that, Michael. But mm. I quite enjoyed understanding who Ahsoka Tano was. Um, and it was quite interesting to see Boba Fett brought back. And more importantly, Boba Fett actually given some kind of character. Yeah, and doing something. Um, which he's never had. He's never done um, something. He's never done that. Um I enjoyed watching the reaction that some Star Wars fans had to Luke Skywalker. Oh my god, it's Luke. It, but like that was a big deal for some people. So I suppose as fandoms go, like that's a, a cool moment to witness in pop culture. Um I don't know. It's just an interesting thing, isn't it? Did the, did the, yeah, anyway, doesn't matter. No, uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, Ben. As you know, one of my favorite things about the Star Wars universe is the Star Wars universe. Yes. I think the Star Wars universe is ripe for storytelling and cool little events and stuff. And yes. I, I'd love to see more Star Wars universe stuff that has nothing to do with the Skywalker family. Well, you're in luck because bloody 2021. Well, you're gonna be... <laughs> I thought I was in luck, Ben, because, you know, one of my favorite star, probably my favorite Star Wars movie, Ben, is Rogue, what, Rogue One. Rogue One. Bloody good. I watched that over the Christmas period as well. My it's God. good, isn't it? I like that. Oh, and, it's you so know, good. Probably the best ever use of Darth Vader until he shows up in The Mandalorian. Oh, no, he's dead. He, he, he's dead. He's, he's, he's dead. Safe. He's dead by the time of The Mandalorian. Safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Safe. yeah, um, The Mandalorian is... Uh, like, I love... Um, what's her name? What's her character? Which Cara one June. Cara, Cara June. Cara June. Cara she's June's not getting great. a series anymore, Michael. No, <laughs> she's a racist now. But I, I really like Cara June. I love Fennec Shand. I really like... Uh, she was Tom great. Hand. Yeah, Cobb Vanth is amazing. Uh, but then as soon as characters from other shows start showing up, like, oh no! Just, Don't spoil the dynamic! Just stop it! Stop bringing in more famous characters. And it was cool to have a Jedi show up and it to be, oh my god, there's a fucking Jedi. 
It's the guy. <laughs> there's a bloody Jedi here. We're all in trouble now. I can't believe there's a bloody Jedi. But undercut slightly by the fact there had been a Jedi two episodes ago. Yeah, true. Like, Ahsoka Tano is just like, la 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 I'm also la, a Jedi, la. you know, you dicks. I also like how quickly the Mandalorian gets on board with what he called originally a tribe of witches. Yeah, um, yeah. And now he's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's a Jedi. It's, fine, yeah. it's yeah. a Jedi. So anyway, Ben, my pick for show of the year, my personal pick for show of the year was The Boys Season 2. Yeah, so I'm going to give a quick uh, runners-up mention to what I think was probably the best crafted show that I'd seen all year, but it's not really in our wheelhouse. It's uh, Queen's Gambit, which I thought was a bloody brilliant show. Yes. Um, so that's that's going to get my little, my little runner-up prize. But I'm going to agree with you, Michael, in a rare moment of podcast unity and say, yeah, boys, season two, just bloody enjoyable. Just fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Just like great. Storm, like Stormfront, Ben, it's unity that will keep us together. Oh, no. No. <laughs> that's what you're saying no okay i know what you're getting at ben no. I, I know what you're i know the implications you're trying to make no 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 <laughs> no no what's the next topic benjamin um so i suppose michael because we've looked at two bloody good things what do you think the flop of the year was flop of the what year uh, well i mean uh, yeah go on there's a few to go through michael you know um we've got bloody mulan let's oh, start yeah. with that that, is, that um, wasn't a great idea was it no, uh, Doctor Doolittle. Oh, no use. I haven't yeah, seen those a, of these. That's fine. Um, that that would be in keeping with them as a flop. Yeah, yeah. Ten <laughs> um, A, arguably, arguably so financially for sure, and financially from a for sure. Perspective. Yeah, bloody difficult to hear things. Mm. Bloody tough to hear things. Um, I'm trying to think of other flops now, and I have them written down here. No, I don't. Where are they gone? Well, Ben, my personal biggest if we're just talking about financial flops i think it's i think 10a was the most expensive disaster michael one of my favorite things that i learned this year is that the top earner this year was bad boys for life yeah bad boys for life number one film at the box office because it came out in the cinema and that's all it took this year that's all it took to smash the records (laughs) my biggest disappointment of the year was wonder woman 1984 i think Oh, that's and, so you know, late in the game. I know, there might be a bit of recency bias there, but I watched it on Christmas Day, Ben, and I was so excited about watching a new superhero film. The it's a, Only the second superhero film of this year, I think, or the third, sorry, um, following Birds of Prey and New Mutants. And I was so excited to watch it. And uh, I have a television now, Ben. I've never owned a television before because of the you lockdown. I, I yeah. now have a television and I was excited. I had a popcorn. I got a Coke ready. Aww, I was like, oh, so this cute. is going to be great. We're going to watch a superhero. And halfway through, I was like, oh, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> I wish I could touch Pedro Pascal and wish that this film was better. Uh, hey, I just want to touch Pedro Pascal, to be honest. Yeah, well, you um, can't. Yeah, <laughs> um, fair it's enough. A need, There's a lockdown now. get myself a wish then. Yeah, you need the Wishton. The Dreamston. Um, the Wishton sounds like a, an Dreamston. ancient Irish curse from the, the down the Skibbereen. Yeah. Careful now, I'll put the Wishton on you. Oh, no, not the... Not the Wishton. Not the Wishton, you, you bollocks, you. <laughs> you bollocks. Yeah, well, bollocks, you wouldn't dare. Um, yeah, I, look, Birds of Prey was a big flop for me, Michael. I watched that over the Christmas period as well. Um because I had had several people come to me, Michael, and argue that, no, it's not as bad as you think. No, it is. It is. It's a very disjointed, messy film. Um, so it was a bit disappointing. I was hoping after the recommendation of some other people that it, it might there might be a few scraps in there to save. I remember but, it as being quite middling. Yeah, it was just a bit disappointing, Michael. Mm. Um, I would argue that Mulan was the flop of the year. Um Disney hasn't tried that move again, so I don't know if it really did flop on the streaming service. They didn't charge. They didn't try to charge a premiere fee for Soul. Mm. They just released it yeah. and said, "Right there you go, it's on the service now. Uh, no questions asked." Having said that, Ben, they've had a massive year on Disney Plus. Oh, they've done very well, Michael. They've done very well. Coronavirus was very, very good for streaming services overall. Yes. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all pretty happy. I think even the kind yeah. of shit here ones are happy. I think in the, yeah, I think in the, I mean, Queeby's had a terrible year. Let's be honest, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> but vertical TV, what a dumb idea. Um, I mean, in terms of, I think Netflix is still reigning supreme. They mm. first out the gate and still 
leagues ahead of everybody else, I think, just in terms of sheer output. And well, the thing about it is, Benjamin, that like in our nerdosphere, people know about all the others. But if you ask your mother, they're yeah. all Netflix. They're all net exactly. Put, they're all put it Netflix. on the Netflix there, Ben. Netflix yeah. has made Netflix has got in early and they've got the brand name recognition. They are the Hoover of they are to to streaming what Hoovers are to vacuum cleaners. Correct. Yeah. They are know. to streaming what sellotape is to sticky plastic film. Yeah, they are to podcasting what Michael and Benjamin's podcast is to podcasting. Or they are to no, I mixed that up. Never what? Mind. That's very confusing. Ben, Never mind. What you've said there. Uh, what I meant to say was, Michael, yeah. they are to streaming yeah. what Michael and Benjamin's podcast are to podcasting. Oh, I see. You've had your hands on the Wishton, have you? <laughs> yes, I've had my hands on the Wishton. But yeah, I, I think um, Amazon Prime has actually been overtaken by Disney Plus, um, which is pretty insulting for them because they've been around a lot longer than Disney Plus. But they Plus. have the boys, Ben. They have the boys. They the have the about, boys. But The thing about Amazon Prime Video, though, Ben, is you, it's an add-on, essentially. Yeah. You you get that when you buy the shipping service. I don't know. I don't know how they're making money off me. I don't know what their evil plan is. I don't know what Jeff Bezos is up to. It seems to be working for him. I don't think he's too worried. Yeah, I think he's probably grand. Even if we yeah. cancel at this stage, Michael, I don't think it'd be making much of a statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, which is a shame. Which is a shame. Michael. Yes? Michael, let's move on to our our, our unique category, our right. one-of-a-kind category, the yeah. bloody good egg and bad egg of 2020. Very good, okay. Who are your nominations, Ben? Uh, well, in short order for bad egg, Michael, we've got coronavirus. Ah, oh, no good. Donald Trump. <laughs> or <Yeah>. America. <laughs> those, are, those are the picks. I see what you've done there, Ben. You've made it very political. <laughs> I think those are the only picks available, Michael. Um, like, well, um, oh, I think the film fuck of a year. The film industry, Ben, would like to nominate the executives at Warner Brothers who decided <laughs> to put all of their films on streaming next year without telling them. Yeah, agents. <laughs> yeah, not, the the old film industry is like that. Yeah, Benjamin, look, I think it it hands down the bad egg of the year is definitely the. SARS novel coronavirus COVID-19 <laughs> yeah, dick what an absolute <laughs> son of a bitch completely like more so than anything Ben like our previous winners of Bad Egg of the Year um, I was going to say Harvey Keitel Harvey Weinstein <laughs> Harvey Keitel seems fine Harvey Grand. Weinstein and Kevin Spacey Ben all they did was really bring the the industry of pop culture into disrepute yeah. And, you know, taint, looking back, taint some of our favourite films. True. By knowing that these pricks were involved with them. But no, the good old novel coronavirus SARS-19, COVID, he just fucking cancelled all the films, the son of the bitch. Yeah, he's just like, nah, can't have those. No more films for you. Nope. No, no more, more human interaction for you, you pair of pasty boys. You see, you two guys that definitely need to get outside into the sunshine, stay yeah. in your rooms. Stay in your rooms, you pasty boys. Work on your podcast. Do a new logo or something. We'll get to it. We'll get to it, <laughs> we'll coronavirus, get to you it. son of a One bitch. Day, coronavirus, you son of a bitch. I think you nominate uh, Donald Trump every year, Ben. So I think that's, I think I probably do. I, well, there's no point in me doing it next year unless he somehow stages a coup, which he might. You know, I don't think he's competent enough to do that, Ben. Yeah, I don't but think look, he is. No great political podcast are we, Benjamin. I suppose, uh, you know who else we could nominate? Go on. We could nominate the people at those process who wore the Punisher logos on their t-shirts. Yeah, they were kind of dicks. Because like... Misappropriating, huh? We did a whole episode on people misappropriating that symbol, Ben, if you remember. Yeah, it was a good episode. And Garth Ennis has chimed in this week and basically said they're assholes. Yeah, well, I mean, fair. He would know. He would Um, know. He would know. So, I mean, one of my favourite things of the year, Michael, was those protesters hitting police officers with the Blue Lives Matter flag. Yeah, that which was, was very uh, entertaining. Very ironical, me. very ironical, you see. Yeah, the the height of idiocy to me. Mm-hmm. Just just amazing stuff all around there from the United States. Um, I would like to recant my previous statement, Michael. I said America. That's very unfair to our um, Central and Southern American uh, listeners. I meant the United States yeah, as yeah, bad yeah, egg of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, bad egg. Um, just just don't want anybody who might listen to the podcast from those other nice regions of America to think I'm a big old dick. Benjamin. Yeah. Did we have a, a category for Pleasant Surprise of the Year? 
Uh, we have a hidden gem section, Michael. All of right, the year. what's that? What's that? Come on, let's get to that. Uh, so mine is. Um, oh, I have two, oh, we're uh, not doing nominations, are we? We're just doing. Well, I mean, it's right. up to you. We can go through them. No, 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 um, no. That's fine. Yeah, let's do a hidden gem. Let's just do one each, or one or two each. Okay. Well, uh, mine would be Michael. Yeah. Uh, a book that I read this year. A book. A strange. A book. You must have loads of time, did you? you I, I did. Have, I did. I'm a pasty. Tasty boy. Um, a book that I really enjoyed this year, Michael, that was bloody um, bizarre and I yeah. never thought I would like. It was called The Secret Life of Addie uh, LaRue. Alex Mack. Uh, no, it's not that, Michael. And it's about an immortal woman from France who's been cursed to be forgotten constantly. Oh. Um, and it's just bloody fascinating, Michael. It's a really well-written curse, if that makes any sense. Um, and it has really Im- interesting implications for the plot. Um, and it's, I think it could be described, Michael, as chiclet, but it's very good. It's by a mm. uh, noted kind of magic writer, writer of magic, not magic writer, um, V.E. Schwab, who wrote Darker Shade of Magic and things like that, which are pretty popular in the, the fantasy genre. But she mm. wrote it, and it's it's pretty good, Michael. And the other strange, bizarre little thing that I'd like to recommend, which is just a bit of a head fuck, is um, The Midnight Gospel. What the heck's that bit? It was the it was the new kind of endeavor by the creator of Adventure Time, Pendleton Ward, mm. um, and he did it in it's it's an animated show based around podcast interviews um, by Duncan Trussell, and it, Don't know it's who that is. he's a comedian in the states, but it's just a really interesting, bizarre little thing. He has really interesting off the wall guests come in and and jabber on, and they animate little stories around them. It's fascinating. Hmm. Fascinating little thing. Um, you'll get through it in an afternoon, Michael. Okay, I'll have a look. What's it called? The Midnight Gospel. The Midnight Gospel. It's mental, but you get through it in an afternoon. Um, so those would be my two little picks. And then the other little one that I just throw in there, Michael. One that I think got forgotten but grew on me over the year. Bloody Extraction, starring Chris Hemsworth. Oh, remember Extraction? Chris Hemsworth beats up India. Yeah, beats up all of India. Yeah, take that, India. Yeah, I really enjoyed that film in the end. Turns out it was one of the better ones of 2020. Um, but we couldn't have known that so early in the year. What are Who your hidden do? gems, Michael? Well, Benjamin, I thoroughly enjoyed, even though it was no great, um, it wasn't one of the best pieces of content produced in the whole year. But I thought Hellstrom was a pleasant little surprise this year. Uh, you and your sexy giraffes. I liked Hellstrom. I thought Hellstrom was quite good and much maligned and ignored and forgotten by being the last Marvel TV production. Shame. But... Yeah, it was fine. It was it was a competently made, decent TV show that could have gone somewhere. It was, you know, it was as good as the the second season of Supernatural. Yeah, that's it, good. You know, it was it was good. It was a fine TV show, and I I think it's unfair on the people involved in the production and the cast and the actors that it has been. It it has become a joke how few people have seen it. Aww. It's it's basically no one no one no one watches it other than me. I feel. But um, it was it was decently good, and I thought it was, should have been it should have gotten a little bit more attention than it than it probably did. They probably uh, could have just redubbed the name and removed the marble altogether and launched it as a bloody mystery show. That would have been good. Well, that's kind of what they did, Ben. There's no marble uh, logos on it, if you remember. It just didn't so, stick, right? Yeah, so it that's only got ten episodes, but the ten episodes were decently watchable, and you know, it was it was okay. And you'll you'll have them. You won't have them misaligned anymore. You won't yeah. have it. Yeah, um, Benjamin. In my house this week, uh, there has been a lot of the new TV show. Uh, I can't remember what it's really called, but I've been calling it Botherington. Oh yeah, um, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yes. Bridgerton. Yes, I've watched Bridgerton also. <laughs> have you watched Bridgerton? Um, I've watched and the first four episodes of Bridgerton. I can't say I've enjoyed Bridgerton to be honest, because it's not really my cup of tea. But I did enjoy the fact that Britain is so multiracial in it. Oh, I like it. I it, I like that France has met Britain and they've decided to get over race and class divides and just, you know, get on with it. Yeah, and just get on with it. Except the Irish people. All the Irish people are big ginger potatoes and they talk well, that's like important. that. Yeah. That's important. Um, but my favourite thing about Bridgerton, sorry, the, the, the thing I liked about Bridgerton, or Botherington as we call it in this house, yes. is um, I really enjoyed the the... The violin concerto versions of modern pop songs. It's great. It's so enjoyable. <laughs> it's fantastic. That was started in um, Westworld um, when they started making kind of up-to-date pop music into saloon songs on the, the old pianos. And it's, oh, yeah, very it's great. clever. Very, it's great. Very clever. 
yeah. It's yeah, a fun. great little, uh, great little trope, Michael. Yeah, the, I actually, I I watched an episode of Botherington almost entirely by mistake because I was in another room and I heard, <laughs> I heard violins and I was like, what the heck song is that? That's not a Mozart that I'm familiar with. That's not Mozart's Concerto Number no. Five. And it gradually dawned on me that it was Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Yeah, it so was. I, <laughs> so I went, what the heck is going on here? I stormed into the living room, indignant. And I said, what the hell is this? <laughs> what is on the television? What is this program? Why is the Queen of England? Is this set now? What's happening here? My my favourite thing about it is the Queen of England is black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's interesting. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. Also, that Duke, what a smoke show. Good yeah, God. What a what a handsome gentleman. What a handsome man. The young the young lady who plays uh Botherington is uh, yes, Miss Bridgerton. Miss Brotherington. She's very much the current uh look that Hollywood likes for its leading ladies. She's the she has Porcelain the Lily doll. Collins. Yeah, Lily Collins, um, What's her name? Anya Taylor Joy, Florence Pug, pa- Florence P. The you know, yeah. So yeah. she's like that personified. So she's I've the watched girl. some of Botherington for some reason. Sure, look, so have I. Look, let's hope, let's hope, Michael, that 2021 can be a colorful, multiracial, uh, class divide, forgotten world like Bridgerton. I bloody doubt it. But that's it from us for this week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see oh. as the year unfolds. Um, should I do a wrap up? I don't know. You've just very conclusively ended the podcast there. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, I, I don't. I feel like I'll be in trouble if I do say anything no, else. Go you, on. You, you can add. You can add more for, if you want. We forgot to do favorite comic of the year. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, Hellblazer for me. The the Constantine relaunch, which only lasted twelve issues from Simon Spurrier. Just a phenomenal um, return to that kind of dark gothic world that Vertigo built up in the nineties. It's mm. a really great little comic. Very good. Yes. I don't particularly know, Ben. I don't know if I've really been reading a lot of comics this year. Um, I kind of have stopped reading monthlies because I have a massive pile of monthlies here in front of me that I haven't even touched. Yeah. So I haven't read most of Amazing Spider-Man this year. I haven't read most of um, Immortal Hulk. There's just tons and tons and tons of comics. Michael, it's probably something to do with the crush, crushing existential dread that lingers just outside your periphery every single hour of every day. That might be what it is. 2020, 2021. There are other things than comics. Yeah, I, can, uh, I don't even know if I could tell you what comics came out this year. I know that my favourite thing that I read this year was the Incal. Yeah, Jesus. But that doesn't really count as a 2020 thing. Yeah, but you can go and listen to our thoughts on the Incal on our other podcast, uh, Collecting Issues, which you can find uh, on the Showman Book website, or yeah, um, you can just find by typing in Collecting Issues Podcast. On the social meds. On the social meds, and you can find us there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes? What did we miss? What are your top picks of uh, 2020, the year that shall not be named, even though I just named it? You know what? What? What would you pick? What? What? What tickled your pickle? What sizzled your sausage? What? I was going to do some other ones there, but I think they'll get us in trouble, no, so it, I'm not going to do those. Um, but yeah, let us know. Let us know. Um, obviously, we know what your favorite podcast is, and we thank you very much for listening to us all this time. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah mad we know what your favorite is. podcast is, and thanks for listening to this anyway. Yeah, we do really actually appreciate all your listenership. I know we make jokes about nobody listening, um, but we do actually really appreciate the people that actually um, tune in every week and give us feedback and get in touch with us. Uh, We really, really appreciate it. Um, We hope to see lots of you over the next year. And if you have any ideas, any thoughts, anything you'd like to see discussed on this podcast, any theories you'd like to send in, you can get in touch with us in loads of different places. We're on the interwebs at www.shomrabyug.com. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G dot com You mean sign a room in Irish It does indeed We are on the social meds At Shomra Bjog S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G Still means sign a room in Irish Kind of Kind of Just a little bit um, And Failing all that You can drop us an email At uh, Is it Michael and Benjamin's podcast At gmail.com Michael and Benjamin's podcast At gmail.com <laughs> You can get in touch with us In loads of different ways Ladies and gentlemen We hope you have an excellent 2021 And we'll see how it unravels As we go along That's it Tell the me. people what we're talking about Next week Ben Oh sorry Next week ladies and gentlemen We'll be taking a look at the Iron Shakedown um, Which is the kind of 
utilization of Islam and the Middle East as the go-to villain during the 1980s and how that became a whole thing and how it all surprisingly started with G.I. Joe. Um, yeah, so we're going to take a look at that, Michael. You're going to enjoy next week's episode. There's going to be G.I. Joe. There's going to be some wrestling. Oh, I like um, wrestling. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be a, a kind of an 80s nostalgia fest for you, Michael, and uh, hopefully an interesting one for the listeners. Oh, good. No, we'll yeah. see them then, then. Yeah, all right. That's it from us, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. See you next week, listeners. That's my new sign-off. <laughs>